When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the Knapsack Files Studios in Studio City, California, this is Episode 2 of The Three Things. The Three Things... What is it this week? Is it three things that make me happy? Sad? Well, I'll tell you what. One thing that does make me happy is the response to episode one here on the Knapsack Files feed. Last week, we did the three things that were making me happy. Um, and you guys responded wonderfully, uh, which makes me feel good that my ramblings can reach you in any sort of, uh, any sort of way beyond just the surface. I do worry, though, that uh, last week's show got uh, inspirational. I don't know if every week is going to be inspirational. Uh, I Some weeks it just might be babble. It just might be babble. But this week, the show is the three things that concern me. This week, that's right. Uh, but I think it's still positive. I think that's reduced. For those just listening to the show, I have uh, a list every week of three things that are uh, getting to me, making me happy, or inspiring me, or making me sad. Who knows uh, what it will be this week again. Like I said, the three things that concern me. Let's dive right in, and you follow along on the adventure. Hashtag three things if you want to join the conversation. Uh, number three, working up to one on the things that concern me this week, is rest, as in not having enough rest. I've been working really hard lately, and that's a good thing. If you want to ask me, Ken, what is uh, the path to success, I will probably say something to you like this. Well, do you value your free time? And if you answer yes, I'll say don't. If you want to work, outwork the person next to you. If you want to succeed, outwork the person next to you. If you want to be top in your field, outwork the person next to you. That's a goal. That's a that's a personal goal of mine to 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 really always improve my work ethic, to really always be working hard, to never stop, to follow people like The Rock or Triple H in the WWE or Vince McMahon in the WWE. That's right. WWE personalities and leadership are my business role models because those guys work. Have you ever watched a documentary on Triple H? Hmm? Have you ever watched Paul Levesque work as he now transitions from wrestler to uh, top dog in the WWE alongside his wife, Stephanie McMahon. And, of course, he has, uh, you know, marrying Stephanie McMahon, daughter of Vince, made it even harder for Triple H because now he had, a, he had to work even harder to prove that he hadn't just married into power. And you watch that guy work. You watch that guy have a successful marriage and raise kids and also stay in shape and run a multi-billion dollar company. Is it billion now? Maybe it's still just millions. I don't know. Um, he works his ass off. The Rock. You, you want to know how he becomes the biggest superstar in the world right now? Transitions from one of the best wrestlers of all time to uh, the man that everybody loves? He works his ass off. That 3.30 wake-up time, all that kind of stuff. Vince McMahon, genius of the wrestling world. Notorious for only sleeping three to four hours. 
Tiger Woods sleeps three to four hours. Donald Trump, now there's a role model, right? Wink, wink, sleeps three to four hours. Uh, That's what these people have in common. And I am driven to be the best in my field that I can be. And I do that by not sleeping much. I often go to bed 2, 3 a.m., wake up at 7.30. I try to keep that kind of schedule. Uh, My days off from my uh, main job are spent working on things like this podcast feed, my Force Center podcast feed, writing, trying desperately to stay in shape, all that kind of stuff. And I say all that, that's uh, letting you into some of my business mantra of what to do. Um, but I'm concerned because I'm not getting enough rest. My body is breaking down. My voice is a little better today. You might not be able to see or hear, I should say. This is an audio podcast, right? Uh, You could probably not hear uh, how bad my voice is compared to even yesterday when I recorded my Star Wars podcast, Spotlight Star Wars. Uh, My body's breaking down. It's not because uh, my job is overly stressful. It's very pressurized. I choose to use the word pressurized as opposed to stressful. Pressurized uh, to me means it is full of challenges that are fun to meet. Stress means it is uh, well, it's just something negative. So I try to stay away from that word stress right now. Uh, I can get into stressful situations, but I don't feel stressed at my day job right now. Uh, my main job, day job is a negative tone. I don't. I no longer have a day job. I have a main job. I got to get used to that. Um, Screen Junkies, full-time producer. It's very, very pressurized right now. And by the time I get home, hour plus in traffic, a couple Friday nights ago, took me two hours to get home from Beverly Hills to Studio City. And by the time you get home, you got to eat. You got to work out. You got to get back to work. I got to open up the laptop and start answering work emails for the next day. I got to open up the microphone and record a show. I got to review a script that, uh, that is currently being written based on a treatment of mine. Uh, I've got to do, uh, do all that. I got to set up voiceovers uh, with other people to get them in working on some of the Screen Junkie shows I'm, I'm producing. Blah, 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 blah. You're not interested in my uh, list of to dos, uh, but you're interested in uh, what I have to say, right? About rest. I need to rest. My body broke down this week. I could feel it. I tried to power through it. I woke up Saturday morning, and I uh, put on my workout pants, and I put on my workout shirt, and I put on my Captain Phasma Star Wars The Force Awakens headphones, and I uh, went out for a walk and then met my friends Megan and Robin in the park to work out. And I shouldn't have done that. I forced myself through the workout, though, and I survived it. But, oh, my gosh, I paid for it. By about 3 or 4 in the afternoon, my body literally started to just shut down. I couldn't go forth. And so, I decided to do what I haven't done in a while. Lay down on my bed, and I took a nap. I tried to take a nap. I started to take a nap. I even put down the phone, put down the iPad, no social media, nothing, no apps, no games, no nothing. And I put that stuff down, and I closed my... Okay, I started to read a comic book. I grabbed one of the Star Wars comic books that I had purchased earlier that day, because after I worked out, I I went on some errands, and I drove into into my old stomping grounds in Northridge and picked up my comic books and picked up my dry cleaning, picked up some food and got some gas in my car and ran my errands. And then it was on that uh, drive back from the errands that my body really started to tell me, you need to slow down. So I did. I laid down for a nap. Closed my eyes after I read one of the comic books I purchased and drifted off into... I woke up and went back to work. That's right. No nap. Maybe five minutes down, 
uh, with my eyes closed and maybe about 10 minutes of laying there. And by the 16th minute, I was up and my microphone was on and I was recording a Spotlight Star Wars. Probably listening to that episode back, I probably should have just continued to take the nap. So what's concerning me is that I am not resting, that I've got to find the balance between go, go, go and protecting your personal health. Because if you don't have your health, you don't have the rest of the stuff. So I'm going to try to find some time this week in the evenings to maybe just slow down a bit. But the problem I'm finding, and this is my personality, and uh, some of you out there are like this. My good friend Alicia Malone over in Schmo's No Screen Junkie Land, she is the same way. She goes, 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 and we just work. We, we turn on the microphones. We turn on the cameras. We, we make notes. We write. We do what we're supposed to do to make our careers move forward. We don't leave time for ourselves. We don't leave time to just rest. We were talking about this the other day. Um, uh, I... I I'm trying so hard to slow down. Uh, my mind, uh, when I take those moments, uh, when I do slow down, um, holy moly, it just makes me itch. I, uh, I asked Alicia this question. Going back to Alicia, I, I, I asked Alicia, I said, why do we work ourselves to the bone and leave no energy to do anything but realize we should probably stop having deep thoughts and get back to work? That is where I'm at right now. So I'm trying. My goal this next couple weeks uh, is to just slow down, find some enjoyment in uh, those little moments that I talked about last week. And I still go for my walks and, and I still uh, put my music in and I still work out. And those are great moments. And that's the thing, too, is I do have to realize I uh, get joy from working. That is the way it is. And when I try to lay down or I try to just do nothing and quote unquote veg out, I can't do it. I get itchy. I get itchy and I want to move and I feel as though I'm wasting my day as I uh, feel as though I'm wasting my career. Part of that was because my 20s was spent valuing my free time too much. It was spent needing too much time to, quote, recover from a hard day's work, which really wasn't that hard. Uh, or as hard as I thought. Um, it was spent trying to, uh, you know, uh, someone says, hey, you want to go to a show uh, Tuesday night? You want to perform on a show Thursday night? You want to get together and write something Saturday? And it would be me going, oh, no, uh, I work, and I need some time to myself just to kind of relax and play video games and uh, or go to the restaurant with my friends or something like that. Not that those things aren't valuable as I'm finding now, but in my 20s, it was too much that. It was 80-20, free time to work time, and it put me behind the ball. It put me behind the eight ball of uh, success, and I felt that uh, my 30s was trying to catch up. Now, as I enter my 40s, I'm trying to find that balance, and that's what's concerning me this week, is my body just absolutely shut down. And I tried to sleep, and I couldn't. I tried to sleep in, but I couldn't. And uh, that is what's uh, one number uh, three on the things that's concerning me this week is can I just allow myself to take a nap, which is something that I love. And I do love a good nap. Who doesn't love a nap? I actually I know some people that don't uh, and I, I envy them, uh, but I also feel sorry for them. A good Saturday afternoon nap laying down about three o'clock, maybe starting to read a book, reading a chapter in a book and then just kind of slowly drifting off. Maybe a nice fan blowing on your face the screen door open or the sliding glass door open hearing the sounds of the streets maybe a bird chirping maybe a light breeze coming through i'm out i'm out but i haven't been able to enjoy those those things for a while so i've got to get that 
you should do that too. You out there, you should, number one, out there you should work harder. Number two, you should rest harder. That's what, I, uh, that's what I'm trying to do, and that's one of my goals this week. Number two on my list of things that concern me this week, the three things that concern me, is space. No, not space in the stars. No, not Star Wars, though that's always concerning to me and always makes me happy. It's actual space. I wish this was a video podcast just for five minutes. I'm running out of room. I'm running out of room in uh, my closet. I have too much clothes. I'm running out of room in my bedroom, which is really my only living... I live in an apartment, so I do have a nice, uncluttered living room that I share with my roommate. But my room itself is becoming very cluttered with toys and comic books and collectibles and, and just things. And I'm finding myself looking around going, how can I get rid of things? I'm not quite a hoarder, but I am a collector. And I am the type of person that can't let something go because I might need it. When it comes to clothes, I have 13 suits. Five of them I shouldn't be wearing anymore. They're f over 10 years old. One of them has a hole, but it's one of my favorite suits. You can't see the hole on the jacket, so I consider myself still able to wear it. And the suit's still there. As I uh, find myself still stuck in this apartment living in L.A., which is, uh, God bless you if you don't live in L.A. and you can afford to live in something bigger than just a small two-room apartment. Um, it is a, uh, a price to pay for living in L.A. and not being a millionaire. Uh, so I'm running out of space. So I'm trying to find myself this week um, some time. There we go again. Some time. Set aside some time to go through my clothes again. Pull what I don't wear anymore. And it's not just what I can't wear anymore. What I don't wear anymore. Pull it out and get rid of it. Donate it to someone that needs it. Uh, find a I know there's a, some charity where you can give uh, donate suits to people uh, who are down on the luck but not, might need a suit to uh, get a job interview or something. I heard about that. I've got to research that finally. Uh, do good with my junk. Pass on. But uh, one of the rules I'm asking myself is what, what do you – and I'm asking you out there in the audience. What do you – Consider, uh, what, what's the rules on getting rid of clothes? Like, if you haven't worn it in, what, four months, six months, six years? Would you look at it and think, I got to get rid of that? Sometimes I am uh, less at uh, attached to shirts and clothes and pants, and I'll get rid of them with a little ease. Maybe, uh, maybe they have a short run, but a short run for me in my wardrobe seems to be about two years. I have some stuff in my wardrobe that I know I can remember. I purchased in the year 2000. In the year 2000. Uh, I purchased uh, some shirts, and you know what? I still wear them, and they still work. And they were kind of, they're, they're, I'm not going to say timeless, like they're these classic articles of clothing, clothing, but they don't have that much of a certain set, uh, set period of time style to them, so I can still wear them. But 15 years, isn't that a bit much? I feel like I feel like a father who's not a father. Like, Dad, get rid of the socks. No, I like them. Luckily, I do change those. Um, so, what is the rules on that? What do you do out there? Women, it might be different. Men, I'm, I'm specifically asking men, and I'm specifically asking women. Uh, how do you help the men in your life, whether it be spouse or friends or otherwise? Um, what is the rules on getting rid of clothes? Because if I can crack that, then maybe I can start creating some room. And if I can start. Uh, shifting things around and not being so cluttered, maybe my room will be a little more restful, and then I can take those naps I needed again. Maybe that's part of the problem. A feng shui expert once passed my room. Um, a roommate had brought her over to work on some stuff in his room, and he's very clean, serial killer clean, quite frankly. Uh, and the feng shui expert 
past my room and actually got a cold shiver down her back. Now, I don't necessarily subscribe to all that stuff, but I can certainly understand why uh, being organized uh, and, and, and all that good stuff can help productivity. Um, but uh, the mumbo-jumbo of hanging things and this and that and a crystal there and take down that, I don't subscribe to by any stretch of the imagination. But again, I can get it now. I do have – I do suffer from uh, being one of those creative-minded people that needs piles of things because that ends up being more organized than, than some other organized things. I know I'm, I'm the type of person that knows – if uh, that pile of papers is on that corner of my desk, that halfway through that pile is the insurance form that I needed. Um, when I my old job, I had my own giant office, and every corner was used and used badly to some who had OCD. But for me, it was uh, I knew where everything was. I'm definitely one of those type of people. That's hard to change, but trying to streamline things is uh, one of my goals, and it concerns me that I can't find. Uh, find it in me to create better space and get rid of things. I don't want. I don't want to be in one of those shows. I don't want to be one of those guys. Where they're like, here's here's Ken Napsok, sixty years old. He's buried in his own Star Wars toys. He's been collecting these for over forty years, and here he is buried in them because he couldn't get rid of them, or he couldn't resell them, or he couldn't find his way out of his apartment. Uh, that is a slight fear I have, and definitely a concern. Number one on the things that are concerning me this week, other than the sound of my sick voice. As I get into deeper issues, is number one on the list is being too settled into my solitude. This all ties, ties together. The lack of rest and the work ethic, part of that is to, uh, is to fill the times where I'm alone. The space, the too much toys, the too much clothes, not... Not getting, not finding myself able to clear out the old and make way for the new. Well, that ties into my solitude as well. I'm approaching 40 this year. I've been in and out of relationships for the last 10 years, but I'm not a guy who dates. I'm not a guy who seeks out love. In fact, I've come to the conclusion that love is not a real thing. Yes, I know. None of you believe me. Probably even myself. But, um... As I get older, I'm finding it harder to take a, uh, myself off that train of thought. And I'm finding it when I do have those moments to rest. When I do have those moments alone, I find myself too far comfortable and too far settled in to my solitude. Now, I should point out that I, I absolutely don't think you out there, any of you, should feel as though you have to end up in a relationship. Uh, that is not something that is necessary to uh, guarantee success in life. If you're out there thinking I'm completely fine being alone, then be it. Be alone. I am completely fine being alone. I'm completely happy being alone. But for the most part, I have been alone my entire life. Now, over the last 10 years, I have experienced long-term relationships. Four and one that was two and then in and out of five years was the same situation, but in and out of five years officially was about two, two and a half before that four. Um, that's over the last decade. Completely happy in those uh, situations, but even then I felt I was alone. I pity any woman in my life because I still have those walls up. I still enjoy my solitude. 
So while other people can't stay out of relationships, and I have some friends in my life that just cannot stay out of relationships, and that's not necessarily a bad thing either. I'm never here to judge or cast aspersions. I'm just throwing stuff out there. But I'm someone who is far too secure in my solitude. And what I mean by that is, I think it is natural. I think it is part of a greater plan to seek companionship, to seek love, to seek the warm embrace of a relationship. I do think those are part of our makeup. There's a reason that sex is a driving force. There's a reason that loneliness is so bad and hard to deal with at times. There's reasons that it drives people to do bad things when they're so lonely and lost. There is a reason for all that stuff, and it is generally good. I do see some fine examples in my life of friends who have found, quote-unquote, the one. Now, I don't necessarily believe in the one, but I believe it when I see them. And they're doing good. They're doing happy. But I, myself, far too secure in being alone. I always have been. I've always needed to be. I've never drawn much attention from uh, the opposite sex, my dating sex of choice. Um, I have never drawn that much attention, and the intention that I have drawn, I've usually turned away. Because I enjoy going to lunch by myself. I enjoy going to dinner by myself. I enjoy going to movies by myself. I enjoy getting in a car, turning on some music, grabbing a soda or an energy drink or a coffee, and just getting in my car and driving far, wide, and alone. I enjoy when I do take those moments of downtime, which seem to be less and less as of late, but when I do take those moments of downtime on a late Friday evening, and I turn on Netflix and I chill with myself, which, well, we now know what network, Netflix and chill means in uh, today's Urban Dictionary, uh, um, but for me, it means literally Netflix and chill, and when I'm in those moments late on a Friday night, watching something on TV, just relaxing by myself, I find myself far too content in those moments of solitude. So it was easy in my 20s to say that's what I like to be. It was easy in my 30s to say that's how I like to be. But as I approach 40, which is coming up rapidly, and it's not an age I'm afraid of, I still think I got plenty of time to accomplish a lot of things in life. 40 is the new 15. But as I approach that age, it becomes more real now. When I was younger, 25, 26, is about the first time I started to think to myself, I don't want to get married. Maybe I don't want kids. After spending much of my late teens and early 20s thinking that's the only thing I wanted. It was about 25, 26 when I realized maybe, maybe I don't want that stuff. It was easy to say then because at 25, 26, you've got time. Someone will walk in that door and change your worldview on love and relationships. In my early 30s, well, I was in a relationship. And it could have very possibly ended up in marriage. But it didn't. And when it ended, I thought, well, that's all right. I don't necessarily want to be married or have children. I don't necessarily want all those things. So I immediately ended up in another situation, another relationship. And very much at some points in that, I, I thought, yeah, I could see myself married. I could see myself continuing this long term. But it didn't. Life got in the way. 
And so now that has ended. It ended and lingered and ended and lingered and ended and lingered. But then it finally ended. And I thought to myself, that's okay. I'm 38. I am okay. It's easy to say. Because I've got time. In your mid-30s, you still have got time. But as I approach 40, and it's only inside a year later, I should add, as I approach that age, it becomes more permanent to say. Look, as, as, as a man, it is easier to say that I'm not going to have kids till a little bit later in life. I know some friends who at 50 had their uh, first uh, kid. Uh, 43 uh, had their first kid. These are men, of course. Um, it's not impossible for women to start late at all. But it is, it is difficult. Sometimes the health risks are just, quite frankly, um, more uh, there, more present if you start later. Um, and I get it. It's, 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 it's advantage men in this kind of category. That's just the way it is. No hashtag can change that. Um, but it becomes more realistic now. It becomes more permanent. It's not as easy to say, well, I don't want to get married. I don't want any kids. Because in the back of your head, you're thinking the next time you say that, it might be it. You might go the rest of this game alone. And I'm okay with that. And that becomes the problem. And that is what concerns me. And that is what has been on my mind this week. Is I am okay with being alone. But at some point, I'm committing to that. At some point, these nights where I'm doing nothing but watching Netflix and chilling by myself. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Those will stay. And then what happens is, is you might enter, uh, a female might enter into my life. I don't, again, uh, I don't gather much attention from females. I don't. I really don't. But occasionally, it happens. Occasionally, I'll hear, eh, so-and-so likes you. I think that girl likes you. You ever thought about that girl? And my first thought is, well, no. I'm alone. I like to be alone. Please let me stay alone. So what happens is, my concern is, is I'm just through the looking glass here, folks. I'm too far down this path. And can I turn around? And can, late in the game, you change? Well, Ken, someday, some way, somehow, some woman will walk into your life and change everything. My mother used to say that for a long time. I just want one girl to come in and sweep you off your feet. It was easy to say and easy to believe in my 20s. It was easy to believe and easy to say in my early 30s. But now that I'm in my late 30s and approaching 40s, it's not so easy to believe. Because I just don't think it's a thing. I just don't think everyone gets the chance to end up happy forever and ever. Amen. And they lived happily ever after. I don't think that's a thing that happens for everyone. And I'm starting to be convinced that that is me. Not because uh, woe is me, but because I'd like it too much. So even if someone were to sweep into my life, even if someone were to make me go, well, look at that. This someone has my attention. This might be someone I could build a life with. I still think, and my number one concern for this week is 
I still think I'd turn it away because I enjoy driving in my car, eating a 7-Eleven sandwich by myself too much. It is too much of who I am. And how do you change this late in the game? How do I slow down and take a nap? and not wake up in the middle of it to record a podcast. How do I finally clear out shirts that I've had for 15 years and make space and organize and create a more productive work environment where maybe I can get things done faster and have more time for naps? How do I change that? And how to, over 20-plus years into my adulthood, where I think you really can count uh, your romantic... Uh, successes and mishaps and mistakes. That is the the period of my dating resume, so to speak, 20-plus years. How do I change this far into the game when I enjoy far too much my solitude? Again, not a bad thing. I'm not saying everyone has to be with someone, but I'm saying if I really want to break that, how do I change? when I really do enjoy a good frozen burrito and a night alone. Not as inspirational this week, huh? Last week it was three things that make me happy. This week it was three things that concern me. But I put it out there because maybe you are asking yourself the same questions. And that is what this show is about. I'll try to be more chipper next week. But these are the real things going on through my brain. These are the real things that you have to deal with when you're just trying to get by on this planet. That's what we all are. I don't get involved in debates and hashtag wars and all those kind of things because I just think we're all just a bunch of people trying to figure this out as we go along. So I have sympathy for everyone. I have sympathy and understanding for all sides of all coins. That's where I am now. This week on The Three Things That Concern Me... If you want to join the conversation, follow me on Twitter at KenNapsuck and hashtag three things. And maybe you can tell me how to get rid of my suits. Maybe you can tell me how to take a better nap. And maybe you can tell me how you broke free from your own solitude because you wanted to. That's all for this week. Thank you for subscribing to the Knapsack Files podcast feed. If you haven't already, do that on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review. We're on Stitcher and Podomatic. And don't forget, I started the new Star Wars podcast feed called Force Center. The Force Center podcast feed is up and running. It is on iTunes. It is on Podomatic. It will soon be on Stitcher. I finally submitted the RSS feed to Stitcher today. I was uh, getting lazy and not doing that but that is that so until next week i'm ken napsack and we'll see you next week when we have three more things to discuss